Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. So we're back. We got episode 61. We're diving right into part two of our uh, get wedding ready without starving yourself topic we talked about last episode. Um, We mentioned, obviously, we have the 21-day bridal reset out. both Ash and I, we again, we, we, we from talking to you guys, it seems that about 15 to 20 minutes is that secret spot of time. So we kind of hit it a little earlier than we wanted to. So we're, this part two, we're going to dive into a little bit more about what's in the actual book, some of the strategies we implemented, go into a little more details because um, I know even some of you have questions about a little more details on it. So we figured we kind of dive right in. So I'll let Ash dump, jump into some of the topics and then I'll come in and in some of the fun. We'll keep going and... Well, I kind of wanted to touch base on, I got a lot of questions about, you know, what exactly should I be eating or what workout should I be doing for this specific body part? And I wanted to say that um, it's not a one size fits all. There are different body types and what works for me might not work for somebody else. So we really, in the book, uh, touch base on the three main different types of body types and what percentages of carbs, vegetables, lean proteins that they should be eating for their body type and also how you should be working out. And one thing just to kind of piggyback on that is as much as we break down the body types we have mesomorph, endomorph, and ectomorph and the names aren't as important as understanding which one you may be and to be honest, even those are the three basic ones, most people are going to be a blend of both or multiple blends or variation in between. So trying to obsess and make arm exactly, it's not as important. That's why I don't want you to stress too much about the macronutrient percentages of how much percent of carbs, fats, and proteins, which we're still using to calculate and figure out plans. But more importantly, we use just another style of how to actually track your food and portion out the foods using your hand as a reference as opposed to having to count calories mm-hmm. or to have to look at a measuring of using cups or bowls or anything like that. It makes it a little bit easier. And that's more importantly, I think, where we see more success is when you're not counting percentages as much. You're referencing your hand. You're listening to your body. And you're also implementing – we have a couple other habits in there that I think are very important. Um, and obviously you get those more into the book, but knowing how to be able to listen to your body and implement the habits is a really important factor. I want you guys to pay attention to don't obsess too much about the percentages and oh, it has to be exact numbers. Numbers are great, but that's just one part of the equation. Yeah. We wanted to make this as easy as possible. Um, as foolproof as possible, because even me, Mike will start talking about some nutrition things and 
I'm like, hold up. I don't know what you're saying. I need it in simple terms. What should my plate look like? What am I eating for dinner tonight? Is this right for my body type? So, really, I went through the book, and I wrote it in my own words. Of course, Mike, the master nutritionist over here, made sure everything was correct and, and had his input on it. But I wrote it in words that people who are not nutritionists will understand. Um, a lot of people have been asking me what exactly is in the ebook. The ebook is again is going to teach you how to eat for your body type. So it will educate you on what body type you are, and then provide you with a shopping list of approved foods and a few sample recipes. It also has a workout plan, and it's going to educate you on the workouts and why you're doing them. And the big thing with those workouts, just to cut in real quick, is that, again, when we talk about not everyone's the same, not all workouts are going to be created the same as well. So we also not just go over the workouts, but I teach you how to implement them based upon your goals and also your body type. So we can even have some exercises we might need to swap out or to make it a little bit easier, make it a little bit harder. We have variations in there depending upon where your level is as well, because obviously for someone that's a little bit newer to exercising, I'm not going to give you the same style of workout as I'm going to give someone that's been working out for five years and maybe wants to just lose an extra percentage of body fat. There's going to be two different types of approaches there. Right. I've also included what is something that is so important to me and has changed my life is some uh, meditation tips. So we always talk about how important it is to be healthy physically, but I'm a huge believer in your mentality and, and being mentally healthy as well. And meditation, you might feel silly when you start doing it, but just sitting by yourself for 10 minutes a day, counting your breath, and just clearing your head space, it makes such a huge difference in your personal life, in your career, even while working out, you're more present and it's just, it's really been something that's changed my life and I try to educate as many people as I meet as possible to start doing the same for themselves. Yeah, and I think that one thing that's really important that you touch on, Ash, is when you, you invest so much of your time and energy into, let's say, whether you went to school, you're working on a career, now you want to get healthy, and let's even say for your wedding, you're investing all this time, money, energy, and just joy and all the, the benefits that go with it. To leave, to just work on your body and leave your mind out of it is, I think, a huge mistake for people. And that's something I made for a long time, too. I, I left the psychology and the mental and the emotional side of it behind. And that's something that I've, I find very interesting. And that I try to tie in now more with the stuff that we create with the books or our content, our articles, videos, even our coaching programs. Understand that just by taking those 10 minutes of the breathing and, and everything that Ashley said, it's not just – it'll clear – like she said, it's a perfect way to describe it. Clear your mental space, but in a very literal sense, it's actually changing your brain chemistry. And another really, I think, interesting factor is when we change our breathing and we slow our body down, whether it's to get ready for sleep or to – we change how we're going to sleep. And then how we recover and how we sleep has a huge impact on our brain chemistry throughout the day. So if we're not getting good night's sleep, our brain's actually going to fire slower and you're going to feel tired and you're going to feel lethargic. And whether it's in training, whether at work or whether it's at school, you're going to feel almost sluggish and slow. 
But if you're getting that mental recoup, excuse me, refresh, and you're gonna recoup all the things that have been going on, and you get to reflect on it or just breathe and clear that out, now you're gonna be able to get a better night's sleep. You're gonna feel better, and there's actual neurological differences happening in your body. It's not just a placebo effect, or regardless if it's a placebo effect or not, there's actual tangible differences happening. So I think it's worth the investment of time and energy into it. And especially, like you said, regardless if your wedding is easy or not, or if there's stress involved or not, I'm sure there's going to be stress at some point. And being able to just breathe, I think, is a huge factor. What about for you, Ash? Like, I know you said you weren't really stressed, but come on, there was points where maybe like I was stressful. Well, you know, I, I was fighting, so you had to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, the actual wedding planning didn't stress me out, but I was working 50 hours a week. I was working out, eating healthy. Um, We were planning for a move to Thailand. (laughs) It was a lot going on for sure. So while it wasn't a negative type of stress where I didn't enjoy planning the wedding, there was definitely a lot of stress on me. And just sitting, having myself, even 10 minutes a day, I like to aim for 30 minutes a day, but 10 minutes a day, just sitting, clearing your head, while you're doing it, you don't realize that you're making such a huge difference in your life, but after a month or even after a week, you notice, like, wow, you miss your meditation session and you're like, you feel off. It's just very worth it. I was actually talking to my friend last night about yoga and meditation. And and since we've been in Thailand, even more so, I've gotten more into it. But she said to me that she didn't really think that yoga was mentally helping her, just physically. But then she went a week without it. And she felt such a huge difference. And she missed it. So that actually made me personally really happy because I've been telling her to meditate, meditate. And now she's incorporated it into her daily routine. Yeah, and I think that that's just one of the the many benefits and also one of the many factors that we look at, not only in the book, but more readily in, in all the things that we do. And I hope you guys just take that away from whether it's this podcast, the prior one, the articles we have out, the videos, different things we share on social media, understanding that it's not just the physical, it's not just the mental, there's a connection between the two and we need to be able to incorporate both. And then not just the physical and mental connection, but also the connection between our body and our mind for nutrition as well. Because you know we've had our uh, clinical nutritionist Mike Kuhn on numerous times and we've had other nutritional experts, whether it's Dr. Tony Ricci or the list can, we can keep going on and on. Um, you know, a registered dietitian, Alyssa Miranda, we all talk about the gut and now the role, the, not now all of a sudden the role that it plays, but now the more understanding we have of the, the role the gut plays in effect with the body, with the mind and where they tie in. So also when we look at food, and this is coming back to some of the things that we do strategically, regardless of body type, this is one of the main principles that can apply to everyone. Your gut is huge for not only just digestion, but your immune system, for your brain function, for how your body actually operates and your energy levels. So regardless if you know we're a five foot two you know, a gym, gymnast athlete, or we're a, a five foot ten, just corporate professional. It doesn't, regardless of what height, shape, size, whatever. 
every single person out there, our gut is going to play a huge role in how we're going to feel and how we're going to perform. So that's something that we're looking at from the food selection-wise too is making sure that we have foods that are going to promote good gut health and avoid the foods that are going to have the bad gut health. And again, without going into too much detail of things we've covered in the past, you can go to past episodes with Mike or with Dr. Tony or uh, with Alyssa, but we can just kind of recover the idea that foods, some foods are going to be better than others, and also you'd be surprised at how good certain foods can taste when we prepare them properly. So that's kind of without going too much on a tangent, um, the time between the mind, the body, food, where it all comes into play. And Ash, I actually got to say, Ashley has some awesome recipes because I'll, I'll say, all right, I want to eat, I can have chicken, I can have certain vegetables, I can have maybe a, a cup of rice or a, a cup of carbohydrates, starchy carbs for dinner tonight is what I can do. And you get really creative with finding different ways to put it together. Talk about some of that and like also like spices, herbs, you, you're really able to mix up and, and make it a variety. So whether it's chicken divan, your healthy version of it, which believe it or not, I know that, you know, like it sounds like, oh, it's so heavy, but depending again on our body type and what nutritionally we're looking to do, you can make good recipes from so many different things. So do you have a couple of your favorites? Um, Not to put you on the spot or anything, but think about your, some of your faves. I mean, chicken daipan is delicious, and it's yeah. not exactly healthy. Well, tell but me what's, if you're let's eating, let's go over it right now. Let's break it down. What about it? If you're eating, right? If you're eating a healthy lifestyle, you can enjoy yourself some chicken daipan every once in a while. And there's healthier ways so to make it. So let's go over it. the ingredients. What's in the ingredients? Normal for a normal recipe, and now let's go over our healthy recipe. Do not know the ingredients. Oh, I'm putting Ashley on the spot. She doesn't know the ingredients. Pause so whether we're looking at normal recipes, and we'll put quote unquote normal, um, or we're looking at the healthier options, what I like to look at first is let's just break down the regular recipe, and then we can decide. There's not that much you might need to change sometimes depending on the recipe and depending on the ingredients. It's sometimes sometimes just a simple uh, swap out, whether it's like, for example, we're talking about chicken divan. And realistically, even if we look at it without any of kind of the alterations or changes to it, again, depending on our body type and what the nutritional approach we're looking at is when we're looking at a higher fat content, almost a keto a ketogenic style diet or someone that's going to be more of an endomorph that's going to be more carbohydrate sensitive we want to have a little bit higher fats and a little bit more protein to make up for it we can almost keep everything in chicken divan the same you just may need to adjust for serving sizes and that's where we use our hand as a reference guide but the one thing i see so we have we have broccoli we have chicken we have uh, cream of mushroom soup we have mayo sour cream cheddar cheese lemon juice and curry powder so Really, maybe one or two things that we're going to look at, or three things, is we're going to look at the cream of mushroom soup. Ideally, a homemade would be better than a can for obvious reasons, whether it's preservation and control of what the ingredients are. But if you're out of time, really, the, even the, the can cream of mushroom soup is not going to kill you. With the mayo, what I highly recommend is going to somewhere like a thrivemarket.com or getting a really good source of mayo that's not going to be the processed ingredients. And whether it's going to be, um, you can even make your own, whether it's an olive oil base with the yolk, or you can even go coconut oil base. Just make sure that it's going to be from a company that you trust with the solid ingredients that are going to be listed. Finally, 
our sour cream, we can actually swap that out with uh, Greek yogurt. That's something that Ashley does quite a lot, and it's really even texture. I like the Greek yogurt more, and depending on as long as we're not adding sugars and you're going crazy with the yogurts, having a regular plain Greek yogurt just from the probiotic benefit alone will be great. So those are some of the ingredients just to look at even for the whole, whole entire recipe for chicken divan of some things that you can tweak a little bit to make it healthier or just for other types of recipes. Look at all the ingredients. Look at what works. So whether it's our 21-day bridal reset, whether it's your pro coach, a client, or, or you're just someone that's worth an ebook, or even if you look on our blog, we have food shopping lists and we also have recommended foods. So look at the ingredients, look at what we also tend to recommend for food groups and see, okay, if that's not in there, what can I swap it for that falls under the same category? Whether we're looking at fats, okay, instead of regular mayo or a, um, a more processed company or a company that's going to use more processed ingredients for their mayo, we can make our own homemade or we can use another brand that we trust and that we know. So same thing that can kind of apply across the board for those recipes. Um, what do you got, Ash? All right, like... I always see on Facebook people post this silly meme that says, I I want a summer body, but I also love tacos or something like that. Well, guess what? You could have tacos as long as you do it right. For me, I love tacos, too. Taco like, Tuesday? That is, like, my favorite food. Today's Tuesday. <laughs> so we got to obviously get some tacos. But for me, instead of... You know, ground beef, I'll do it with a, a lean ground turkey. I'll use my own spices instead of the spices in the pack. Uh, swap out the sour cream for some Greek yogurt. Instead of a shell, put it over a bed of lettuce. And that's actually a quite healthy and fulfilling meal. And if I load it up with a bunch of veggies, I'm getting a bunch of nutrients from that. So as long as you're staying within the approved foods and the portions... You could have delicious food without depriving yourself. And like Mike said, I get I get creative with my lists, <laughs> yeah. my with my foods, and I just go off the list. Like, I see what I have in the fridge. Okay, I have some broccoli. What can I do to make this good? And and spices are all pretty much approved. So have as much fun as you want. It doesn't have to be bland. You could add a ton of flavor just from spices and herbs. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, to add to pretty much any meal, any time, is cinnamon. Cinnamon, when they would look at, and I was talking to, um, when we're looking at our inflammatory index, we were also talking about, with our two professionals that I had on, and um, this is something you can go back, I think it was episode 48, we had both the creator and one of the associates for the inflammatory index, uh, professor, both scientists, heavily researched into epidemiology. They understand the science of it, and they're able to evaluate a lot of data and look at the benefits and also the, all the things you're going to get from it. Cinnamon was one of the best um, items that you could have, not just herbs, spices, but also between foods, anything you could be up there. So it would be like cinnamon, spinach, and maybe other leafy green vegetables, some other sources of maybe like a calf liver or something like that because that's very nutrient-dense as well. But I, I highly recommend adding cinnamon, not just for all the other benefits, but also for an insulin regulator. It helps. Again, it's not going to be a perfect solution. It's not like your insulin will not go up at all, but it'll curve some of that insulin spike. And what that means is when we eat high sugar, high carbohydrate foods, 
Our body will process it, turn it into sugar, and then our body will also produce insulin to help regulate and distribute and either store those carbohydrates as fat or utilize it as energy. More than likely, we're going to store it as fat. So if we can lower some of the insulin response to that, A, diabetes risk goes down, and then also we're less likely to store some of those carbohydrates as fat, more likely to give ourselves some time to burn it off as energy. So whether it's for breakfast or even at night, and you have a, a starchier carb with our sweet potato, something like that. Having cinnamon with it can help give you more time to burn those calories and less likely store it as fat. Right. So to finish things up here, I just want to remind you guys, stay positive, stay happy, enjoy the process. And if you have any questions about anything we talked about today, feel free to DM me on Instagram. Um, at wife of a fighter and yeah that's all I gotta say yeah and as always guys thanks for taking the time listening follow us on social media at the life of a fighter on Instagram life of a fighter on Facebook at life of a fighter on Twitter if you guys don't follow us by now and you're listening to the podcast I appreciate it but check out those social media links too um, you'll definitely we post a lot of great stuff out you guys will like that and yeah we just appreciate all the support from everyone Keep liking and sharing. Um, let us know with feedback, questions for future episodes. Anything you guys got going on, please reach out. I love hearing the questions you guys have. and We'll try and kind of um, go into them more. The only thing I want to ask you guys is would you guys, we, me and Ash were talking, whether it's the brides out there, we'll ask you guys also with the ebooks, but just everyone out there, would you be interested in having like a, maybe a weekly – uh, community call on Facebook or community chat or I could do a live stream or even adding something specifically on the website a YouTube live stream where you guys come in with questions I answer them and I can even have different guests on almost like a live podcast episode but we're able to answer your questions do a QA. and a um, Mike Coon's done it I, I highly recommend his uh, Facebook page Mike the Caveman on Facebook he does a great one and then we've had some good response from that so even some of the fighters and the uh, athletes down here in Phuket, Phuket's top team have been asking me. So anyone that's interested, let me know. I base a lot of what we do off what you guys say and ask for. So if it's something you guys want, we'll make the time for it. I'll make it happen. And, yeah, just keep uh, keep kicking ass, guys. So we'll talk to you later. Uh, talk to you fighters later. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.